I hope everybody's had a good week. Um, and uh, I'd like to think after tonight, uh, this, this, the rest of this week will be a lot different, hopefully. Um, and so uh, tonight, what we're going to talk about, um, Danny went over um, 2 Timothy 1, 7 through 8 last time, or 1 through 7, I'm sorry. And uh, tonight, I'm going to go over 8 through 18. Uh, there's a, a lot of material, um, but I'm really going to hit on three things. Uh, and so I'm going to be quick, uh, and hopefully um, what I have to say, you will see that um, it really does um, matter to you. Uh, it really does. Um, there's a connection that you have where you are right now in high school, middle school, your friends, um, leaders, and in, in, in every like this will uh, connect to each and every one of our lives. And so what I'm going to be talking about is unashamed. Yes, I wore this shirt because of it. Um, can I get, yeah, nobody? Yeah, I'm talking about. Um, I, I know Brandon, if he would have heard that, he would have he turned up. I said I wore this shirt for this reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so tonight I'm going to be talking about uh, Paul uh, and his encouragement to us, his encouragement to Timothy, the truth in it, uh, and what it looks like to really be unashamed uh, for Jesus. Uh, and so just to, to start us off, I'm going to give us the definition uh, of unashamed. And it says, not restrained by embarrassment or conscience or moral guilt. Um, so right there, uh, the first thing, it says, not restrained by embarrassment. So before we even jump in this, know, know now uh, and understand it now that you can't be embarrassed and be ashamed, unashamed at the same time. It just doesn't work. It makes no sense. Um, and so tonight, like I said, we're going to find out a, a little bit of a story of what Paul, uh, a man who's truly unashamed for the gospel, looks like, how he did it, how, why, um, and then some other different, some, uh, one other thing after that. But I have a story. Um, so I have this friend. His, I won't say his name, um, but we've been friends for about two and a half years now. Uh, and every time I talk about this story, it gets, he, he hates it. Why? Because he's probably embarrassed of it. Um, and so the story is that two, let's see how, okay. So um, he's headed out to camp. Uh, it's an incoming camp for freshmen uh, who are believers, uh, who are coming together before school starts to just find community uh, and hang out with each other uh, as a Kickstarter. Uh, well, I'm going to backtrack. Two weeks before this event, he had been driving around with a uh, SWAT baton. Uh, if anybody knows a SWAT baton, I don't know if that's illegal or anything, but it's just a little odd that he would be driving around with that. And so um, in that time, he finally decided to take the SWAT baton out of his, his car and transport it in his house through his backpack. Um, he gets inside the house, and his mom is making some fried chicken. Uh, that's awkward. Um, fried chicken. Yeah, I, like, I don't really like fried chicken. Um, Bubba like fried chicken, though. Look. <laughs> um, no, but so he, he gets the smell of this fried chicken, and he completely loses his tracking mind, so he doesn't take the swap baton out of his backpack. Now we're going to fast forward two weeks ahead. He's getting ready to head to this camp. Uh, so the camp's in Lubbock, so he has to fly, and he's, he gets to the airport in Dallas. Like I said, he, did not, he never took the, the swap baton out of his backpack. Um, and so he packs, he packs everything up. He um, puts his journal, his Bible, um, things that he was going to need for this camp inside this backpack, along with the swap baton. 
He gets to the airport. He goes through security. Everybody knows you have to have your bag uh, go through security also and check. Well, the security guards pull him over. They're confused themselves with what is this, what is this in this man's backpack? Uh, and so they're talking and they're trying to figure out, pull him aside, and they ask him, what is your occupation, sir? And he says, uh, before he said they start going and just naming things, they asked him if he was in the military. He said no. He asked him if he was a police officer. He said no. And they said, well, what's your occupation? He said, I just graduated high school. Uh, and so they're looking, okay, well, why do you have this? And his response was, I know it's not illegal. Um, and the, office, the, the security guard said, you're right, it's not, but it's illegal to have it in the airport. Um, so then this, this situation got completely uh, taken a lot heavier than what it, he, he ever considered it would be. So now he's back in this room, police officers, or security guards have them, and I'm talking like, anybody ever seen any type of police show and I'm talking like the glass, that's what I imagine, like a glass where you can only see through one side, but you can't see out the other. This like metal chair, a metal table, like, man, it's just, I, I couldn't imagine what it would be like. But he's, so he's in this room with them, and he, uh, they ask him to take the baton out of the bag. Well, instead of doing it gracefully, he decides to fling it out. Now what I imagine is one cop going like this with the, like, hold up, player. Um, the other cop going like, uh, uh. Yes, to the side. Um, and then just, so like, what would you do? <laughs> like, why would, of all things, you're in an airport, you're already in trouble. Why would you decide to fling that out instead of just take it out gracefully? And so anyways, this whole entire time he's thinking like, there's no possible way I can get arrested. There's no way, like, that can't happen to me. Well, what happens? He gets arrested. Uh, <laughs> and so then things begun, been, things begin to uh, tur completely uh, turn up for him. Literally turn up, because... Uh, Hey, um, and so three things he's gonna. He, when I was talking to them, I was talking two nights ago, and he asked him just like retell me the story. Uh, and he said there was three things that he remembers the most. Um, the first moment that he became embarrassed was when he was in handcuffs. Not just when he was in handcuffs, but when he was in handcuffs, tra being transported in the airport. He said people begin to like point and laugh. Um, he said kids would look at their mom and be like, "Mom, like." What's that guy? What did he do? Uh, and then he said people like literally like all eyes were on him. And so he said that was his initial uh, embarrassment. The second thing was uh, when he, he first cried. Um, they took him to a, a holding cell into, in the airport before he got transported to the county jail. And he said that the officers told him that this was a third degree felony, which means that he could never vote. He could never own a gun. Um, he wouldn't have a hard time getting a job just because this is one mistake, and so he began to cry. The second reason why he cried was, um, <laughs> this is funny, he gets to the county jail, uh, he goes to talking to the judge and everything, and he is being transported to where his cell is, where he's gonna stay overnight. And he said as he's walking, he said all of a sudden, this other guy who's in a jail cell jumps at him uh, and says, little white boy, you're mine. Now, the thing is, this guy is, he said he looked like a 300-pound sumo wrestler. Um, if any of y'all know what Michael Strahan looks like, on top with dreads. That's scary. I wish I had a picture. Um, but I could just imagine anything or being in jail and somebody saying, hey, little white boy, you're mine. Like, 
or hey little black boy, you're mine. I would be a little freaked out myself. So that's those two things are where he began to to be to cry um, and just be afraid. The third thing was when he got into his 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 jail cell where he was staying at night. He had to stay in a, a, a cell filled with ten different ten other people. His bed was right in the middle of all of them, uh, and he said that's when uh, he began um, to just really. Uh, have just a lot of fear and just that's but that's when he also began t- to pray but he prayed that for his safety and for his freedom because he was that scared he said that was the first time like he prayed in desperation um and so the funny thing is like i said he once he was going to this camp uh with a bunch of believers um but the circumstances that, that have come these these this circumstances he's he's been stuck in this place he's in prison he's in jail um He's a believer, but yet he still experienced fear. He still experienced shame, embarrassment, a little bit of loneliness, and a little bit of um, just sadness. Uh, and so tonight, as I read these scriptures, tonight as I read these scriptures, <laughs> actually the light is really, it's a lot better over here. Um, tonight as I read these scriptures, we're going to see uh, the same kind of situation where we have Paul who's in, in, in jail. Um, we're going to call it jail tonight. He's in jail uh, for a reason, and I'll dig into that a little bit later. But he's in jail for a reason. And I think, I mean, let's not forget Paul's also human. And so he probably experienced the same thing. Um, he probably experienced a little bit of loneliness. Um, I don't think he experienced shame or embarrassment. You'll see why. Um, but I bet he was sad, um, and I, I bet there were some other things just that, as us humans, that he would experience. Um, but you're going to see two different things play out from what my friend experienced when he was in jail and then what Paul experienced and what he does and how he handles it. Uh, and so, real quick, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to read um, these verses, and then we can jump into this, the context of this text. Um, if, you, if you turn to it, I've always thought about doing this, like, when preachers be like, Maybe I haven't experienced this, but uh, where I'm from, uh, they'll be like, turn to the pages, da 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 and when you find it, say amen. So when you find it, say amen. amen. All right, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it says, so never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord, and do not be ashamed to tell, to tell, um, don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer for me for the sake of the good news. For God saved us and called us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because this was his plan from the beginning of time, to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. And now he has made all of this plain to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. How awesome is that, that I get to talk about that? Um, this is why I'm suffering here in prison, but I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one who I'm, whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I've entrusted him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you've learned from me, a pattern shaped by faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. As you know, everyone from the province of Asia has deserted me, even, um, we're going to call that dude P., and we're going to call that the other dude, H. I'm not going to try and pronounce their names. Uh, y'all not going to laugh at me up here. 
And then there's another guy, we're going to call him O. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to... As you know, everyone from the province of Asia has deserted me, even P and even H. May the Lord show special kindness to O and all his family because he often visited and encouraged me. He was never ashamed of me because I was in chains. When he came to Rome, he searched everywhere until he found me. May the Lord show him special kindness on the day of Christ's return. And you know very well how helpful he was in Ephesus. Um, and so uh, Danny talked last week, um, the, the key verse that he talked about was, for God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. That still applies to tonight. That still applies to the rest of what this, the book of 2 Timothy is about. Um, and the, the point of Paul's letter to Timothy is only to encourage him to stay faithful um, to Christ. And so tonight, um, that's what it's about. It's about encouragement. Uh, and so hopefully tonight you will leave encouraged. Uh, but before we start, um, and this is where, this is the, the, chunk, the stomach of uh, these scriptures, the, the stomach of this text, uh, and it's verse 9 through 11, and I'm going to read it real quick because it's so important, and it's the only way that you can ever be unashamed for Jesus. And it says, for God saved us and called us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from, beginning, from the beginning of time, to show us his grace through Christ Jesus, and now he has made all of this plain to us by the appearance of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way, you li- way to life and through the good news, and God chose me to be a preacher and apostle and a teacher of this good news. Let's hold on to verse 11, because you can't get to verse 11 without 9 and 10. Paul can't be a... a, a a preacher, an apostle, or a teacher without verse 9 and, and 10, and I'm going to explain why. Um, like I said, uh, this is the stomach. Um, this is the middle. This is the chunk of it. This is the foundation of this scripture. And why is it? It's because it talks about why Paul is unashamed. Um, it's the first thing. It's the, the initial step of really being a believer and being unashamed for the sake of Jesus. Uh, any suffering, it all starts here. Um, y'all, Jesus loves us. Jesus loves us. Um, and um, without God bringing Jesus to walk like man, uh, like us, then there is this, all, all of this, all, what we do, it's, it's, it's empty. Um, and so Jesus being the way to life, being the only life, um, his death and his resurrection is the only reason why Paul is unashamed. Uh, Paul can't be unashamed without knowing Jesus, because if he is, if he, what he becomes is unashamed for the sake of his own, his own self. It's not for Jesus, it's for, it's for him. Um, and so like I said, Jesus, in the same way that this scripture is the stomach, Jesus is our stomach, he's our foundation. Without him, we can't be unashamed. So get that straight tonight, that Jesus has to be the forefront for you to ever be unashamed. For Paul to ever be unashamed, he has to be what he, he has in his heart. Um, the awesome thing uh, is that it's, it's here for us, um, that Jesus loves us that much, that he would give us life, uh, that he would die on the cross for us, not because we deserve it, because that was the plan from the beginning. Um, and so in these, these verses... We, we see Paul's reminder to Timothy. Uh, we see Paul's reminder to us um, as to why we are to be unashamed. And it's the fact that Jesus, that's all it is. 
Um, we're not to be unashamed for anything but Jesus. I feel like I'm repeating Jesus, but, and I hope that you would see the importance of Jesus. Um, and so, like I said, Paul, he, he's not just reminding Timothy um, never to be ashamed to tell others or for him to be ashamed in prison, um, but he's explaining to him why he is to be unashamed. He's explaining to him why he should be unashamed because Jesus is what this is about. Um, Paul is in prison speaking in, on Jesus' behalf. He, he, he sees it in importance that for, for everybody else, Jesus would be known. Um, my friend, he didn't see that. He, he was a little worried about his own self. Um, I think if I asked him that question, man, would you do it any different? I think he would say yes because he's matured in his faith. Good Lord, it's sweaty. It's hot up here. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> for real, that light is bright. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I said, um, I think my friend would do it a little bit different. I don't know what, how I would act in, in jail, um, but I would hope that I would see the importance of other people's lives. Um, I heard this quote one time, and it said, as believers, we, we know the means of which we can, we can be saved, so we have, to, we have to hate somebody too much to tell them the only means of which they can be saved. And see, Paul doesn't hate them because he sees that they need Jesus. He sees that by him being unashamed in prison and speaking about Jesus and telling people about Jesus, that in the, in the, the same suffering that he's going through, that people will come, hopefully to come know, to know him. Um, not hopefully, actually come to know him. Uh, and 1 Peter 3.15 says, Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope, you always be ready to explain it. So what that verse tells me um, is that we're, it's a command. We are always to be ready to share the hope that we have in Jesus. Um, just like Paul is doing in prison. No matter where we go, no matter who we're in front of, um, the, the place, the setting, we are always to share our hope. Uh, and th these are things that we have to be reminded of. Um, and so in the same way, verse 9 talks about um, God has saved and called Paul. He can do that for every single one of us. Um, he, he wants to do that for every single one of us. He wants to save us from not just the, our ruts and, and any prison that we ever have to, might have to experience, but he wants to save us. He wants to save our life. Um, not because we deserve it, because that was his plan from day one. Um, that's what we, we, we learn here on Wednesday nights. That's what we learn, and that's what they, this is about. We, we hear Jesus' life and what he did in the resurrection um, and him dying on the cross. It's not because we deserved it. Uh, it's because it, that, that's our, our connection back to God. Um, in that, we're called. Uh, and what we're called to is to, to, to tell people about Jesus. Um, and there's no difference between us and Paul. There's nothing that he has that we can't have. There's, not, there, there's enough grace. There's enough Jesus. There's enough love. His resurrection was enough for every single one of us. Um, Cole, you've been called. Um, every single person in here has been called. Cheney Mulliken, you've been called. Um, Sarah Ellard, you've been called. 
Uh, every single person in here has been called. Jacob, you've been called too. Okay, all, everybody's been called. I said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like I said, everybody's been called to tell people about Jesus. But it's not really until we believe and we fully put our trust in Jesus that we can tell people about Jesus. And so like I said before, this has to be the initial step. The step is, is just recognizing that Jesus died for you. That's all it is. And then fully putting your trust in that, believing that he died and he was resurrected. Um, and that the, the next part is because of this resurrection, so we hear of Paul, of why he was unashamed, why he is encouraging Timothy to be unashamed, um, and we see how he does that, how Paul goes about um, being unashamed, how he can make Timothy, uh, or not make, but encourage Timothy to be unashamed. Uh, and so verse 12 um, through 14 is where we're going to be next. Uh, and I like to say this would be the arms and the legs, since I said the stomach. Um, but it says, that is why I'm suffering here in prison, but I am not ashamed for it, for I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I trusted him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you've learned from me, a pattern shaped by faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been, been entrusted to you. Um, verse 12 repeats it again but I'm not ashamed for it, for I know the one in whom I put my trust in. Like I said before, that has to be the initial thing, that we would trust Jesus, um, trust him that much with our lives that we would begin to talk about him. Uh, and then 13 and 14 is just a simple reminder to hold on to, to teachings. Uh, and so, where's she at? There she is. Yeah, it's coming. Um, but uh, Paul reminds uh, Timothy to, where, he's, where he's, he's, he's laid his trust in um, and the things that he's been taught. Uh, but not just been taught, taught from him, uh, Paul. And then if you look at the verses that Danny went over, it, it talks about this faith that was first filled in his grandmother and his mother, Lois, um, and Eunice, uh, and so there's a, a history of teaching that Timothy has had. And what Paul is reminding him is to hold on to that. I see so many faces that come in here every single Wednesday. Danny teaches us. Um, some of us come to church on Sunday. So then we have another guy who, who's up here teaching us, teaching us this scripture. Um, and maybe like Timothy, some of you had awesome parents who taught you things, taught you a lot of truth. Maybe you didn't. I didn't. Um, but that's okay because I still have access to this teaching. Um, but like I said, you have Wednesday nights. This is what we come here for, to be taught. Danny and Lauren do an awesome job at teaching us. Um, we have small groups where we can teach we, not only from our leaders, but we can learn from each other. Um, and then hopefully, and we talked about this in my small group uh, last time, um, but that we would find a desire to dig into Scripture ourselves. Um, because that's, that's what this wholesome teaching is. That's what we're called to hold to, the, the truth of what's in this. Um, and so I like to think that all that, even Danny's teaching, 
um, the, the leaders, what we've been taught, uh, what we're teaching each other, what we're trying to teach you, a lot of that still is, is on us um, because we actually have to be taught it. Somebody has to, is going to speak it to us. We have to listen to it. Um, and the next thing um, is this Holy Spirit, this Holy Spirit that says, um, that lives in us, that will carefully guard this precious truth. Um, and so we have this, not only do we have people who to, to speak truth into our lives, we have, whether it was long ago or it's now, um, we have that, on a, and, and then in addition, we have this Holy Spirit. And I say a Holy Spirit because it's so holy that it can guard such truth. Um, and this is where I, this is why I looked at <laughs> Lacey. And I'm sorry if y'all are a teacher um, at any elementary, middle school, or anything. Um, but I, I thought about it, and, and this just goes for me. But I look at from when I was in, like, kindergarten till I was in high school. Um, and I think about, and I, I can remember so many teachers saying, like, you're going to need this for this grade, and then you're gonna need this, and then you're gonna use this for the rest of your life. And it's like, are we really? Um, I'm on my fifth year in college. The last time I took, an, I took a science course was uh, five years ago. The last time uh, I took history was five years ago. I think I might even forgot history. That's how long it's been, seriously. Um, but <laughs> we, <laughs> that was cute, ran in. Um, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so we, we go and like teaching, when you think of teaching, you think of education, so you think of school. Um, I'm a marketing major and I rarely do any math. I do no science. I do no, no history at all. Um, but yet, I spent 12 years in school and those are the things that I was told to hold on to. Um, and yes, Teachers are important, so we, let's, thank, let's give a clap for the teachers. One time for the teachers. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did tell her that I was going to talk about teachers, so I gave her like fair warning, and I still love her. Um, and like I said, kids, stay in school. Um, but uh, <laughs> like, 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 honestly, is that stuff more important than this stuff? Does, <laughs> does that stuff have more truth than this stuff? Um, no, it doesn't. Uh, and so that's the things that we need to be holding on to. Um, th these are the things that we need to remind ourselves. These are the things that we, never, we, we, we can never let go. Why? Um, because we're called to share this hope that we have in Jesus. Um, but this is, this is, we have this why, and this is how Paul does it. It's because of the teachings that he's, he's learned, the teachings that he's taught Timothy. This is why Timothy can do it. This is why we can do it. It's because we've been taught these things. We've been taught this truth um, from long ago. That's not what I expected tonight. Whose phone was it? I just want to know. Dang, man. Um, <laughs> dang. Teachers, what would you do, what would you do Lacey? You t take it up? No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. Oh, I'll, should I do it? Rock, paper, scissors. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, those are the things that uh, we need to, to hold on to are these, this truth. 
Um, and when we hold on to it, we have this Holy Spirit that's going to help guard it. Um, and so when, when Paul is out speaking and being bold um, and, and talking about Jesus, this, these truths that are in him are being guarded by this Holy Spirit that can come out of him. Uh, a Holy Spirit that is in every single one of us when we put our hope in Jesus and when we trust and we believe in that. Uh, and so that's what, um, that's, the, that's the how. That's the how part of it. Back to my story before, um, if you remember, I said that my, my friend, he was packing his backpack and he said, and, and I said that he put his journal and his Bible. He thought those are the things that he needed for this camp. Um, what I see is that he didn't hold on them to long enough. He could have, why couldn't he, he could have said something in prison to anybody about Jesus, but he didn't. Um, why? Uh, and the, this next part is, it, it'll, it's at the beginning of, of maybe the reason why he didn't. Um, this thing, the, the, the next couple of verses that Paul says isn't a reminder. It is, but it's also a warning. Uh, it's a serious warning. It's a scary warning, but I think it needs to be said. And so verse 15 through 17 says, 18, says, As you know, everyone from the province of Asia has deserted me, even P, even H, um, May the Lord bless, show special kindness on O and all his family because he often visited me and encouraged me. He was never ashamed of me because I was in chains. When he came to Rome, he searched every, everywhere until, me, until he found me. May the Lord show special kindness on the day of Christ's return. And you know very well how helpful he was in Ephesus. Um, and so that makes me think. Somewhere Paul had this relationship with P and H. Um, for him to, and like I said, we, let's not forget that Paul was, he was human, so he probably experienced sadness. Um, I think some of that sadness was because these two guys that I think he had a relationship with uh, deserted him. Deserted him in his in this suffering. Um, and I think if they had a relationship with him, then he was probably thinking that he was on the same page. They were on the same page as him. That he was also unashamed. Unashamed for Jesus unashamed to suffer for Jesus. Um, and then you hear about this old guy who never deserted him, actually went to search for him, found him, visited him, encouraged him. Um, and so what that tells me is that by doing this, by talking about Jesus, um, being unashamed, there might be people who you think are on the same page that might not be, and they might desert you in that. They might leave you. That's scary, but it's real. Um, but then there's this other side, this other guy, and I think it goes the same for us, is there might be the, even more people who stay, who would find us, go searching for us, um, visit us, encourage us to, to continue to stay faithful and be unashamed for Jesus. And that's the things that, that's the good things. Um, and so... But before, um, I don't want us to get it mixed up because it says that O would be blessed. May the Lord bless him. Uh, I don't want us to get this idea that O wasn't unashamed himself. Um, that's why he, 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 was, he was unashamed of 
Paul and his suffering, unashamed while Paul was in chains, it was because he was unashamed himself, unashamed of Jesus. Um, and so hopefully what, the, what community would look like is that you would be surrounded by other people who are doing the same thing that you are, that, that are not afraid to speak about Jesus, not afraid um, to suffer for Jesus, um, won't leave you, but will actually come find you and encourage you. Uh, and so um, it, really, it, it really can't be that much. It, it's simple. It really is. Uh, and we have this why, we have because of Jesus. Um, we have this how because of the teachings of Jesus, uh, the truth of Jesus, um, the hope we have in Jesus, the spirit of Jesus that lives in us. Um, but then we also have this warning. Um, and don't spend too much time on that because it, it's just don't. Um, and so the question, why is Paul not ashamed to be in prison? Why is he reminding Timothy not to be ashamed of his suffering or the suffering that he might experience? Um, one word, Jesus. The hope in Jesus, the trust in Jesus, the security in Jesus, the acceptance in Jesus. Um, and being in high school and middle school, y'all are influenced by so much. And I think that um, what I hear is so many people rather talk about sports. They rather talk about the cutest boy and the cutest girl and who's wearing what and, and who's friends with who and who's sitting with each other at the lunch table. Um, that's what we, we rather talk about. Um, and to be honest, I think it's all of, it's a search for acceptance. That we want people, we want to be liked. We want, we want to be, we want to have friends. Um, we want to feel secure in that. Uh, but honestly, that's the only thing that's holding us back. Is this, this issue of acceptance of what am I doing? What, what can I do for this person to like me? What can I do to hang out with a cool group? Or whatever it may be for you, grades, whatever it is, whatever you're doing to be accepted, it's the only thing that's holding you back from being unashamed because you have every bit of acceptance in Jesus. Um, and so the things that we talk about are the things that we care about. The things that we care about are the things that we chase. So everything that you, you talk about, it, somewhere inside you, you obviously you have a, a deep care for it. Um, so you're going to chase after that. Let's chase for Jesus, y'all. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's care about Jesus, um, and then let's chase after him. Uh, that's, that's what this is about. Um, you don't see any of the, the in-between happening and then the outcome of, of Paul still being uh, unashamed for Jesus and talking about him. It, it, has to be, it has to be in his heart, and I think that's what it is. It's a, it's a heart condition that speaks, um, that it allows his actions to move. I'm tearing that thing up. But... Um, and so the first step um, I think some of us um, are at is just being unashamed to first say that I want to put my trust in Jesus for the first time that I believe that he died for me um, and that he was raised to life and that he would give me life um, and that he, he has saved me that's the first step um, but I think some of us are afraid of what our friends might think or afraid of what, if people would laugh. Um, 
But, and so the first, and for some of us, that's the first step, is that we would be unashamed to, to proclaim and say, I need Jesus, um, and I want to put my hope in him. Uh, but for each and every single person, we have this calling. Uh, we have a people, and we have a place we are called to, to talk about Jesus. Um, I don't know what it looks like for you. Mine is, is my household, my, my family. Mine is my group, my friends group. Uh, mine is my track team. Mine is, every day I go to, on the, I walk on that campus. That's my people and that's, that's my place where I'm called to, to not be unashamed and talk about Jesus. I can tell you one where everybody, it's your school. It's your friend group. Um, and I think that's, it, it, I think it's time. Um, but what are you going to do when the opportunity presents, presents itself and you have the opportunity to talk about Jesus? Because that will quickly show you, are you unashamed or are you not? Um, are you like Paul or are you like my friend that would, he would be so mind-boggled um, worrying about himself and his own freedom and his own safety that he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even mention Jesus? Um, the awesome thing is that if you haven't done it, if you've never done it, if you, you, you still, you, you're doing it now, tomorrow's a new day. Um, tomorrow's the, the, another day that we can be unashamed for Jesus. We cannot, we don't have to be afraid to talk about him because of what other people might say or what might, other people might think. Um, tomorrow is the, the next day for that to happen. Um, and so tomorrow at school, tomorrow at lunch, uh, you, you're going to hear a lot of things of what people are talking about. And my hope uh, and my prayer is that you would talk about Jesus. But not just that, but that you would never be scared of it. You would always be unashamed to talk about him. Um, and so, Romans 1.1.6 uh, says, For I am not ashamed of the good news about Christ. And it's the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, first the Jews and also the Gentiles. Um, that's what, it's, it's about being unashamed, y'all. Um, there are so many people in that, the book, this thing that we, the truth, that are unashamed. Um, we're no, we don't, we are no different than them. We're called just like they're called. Um, and so let's be a, a group of people, let's be a church, let's be a, a youth ministry that is unashamed for Jesus. Um, and tonight, we can actually say, let's be unashamed. But tomorrow, will really show you, are you really unashamed? Um, and so that's really all I have. 